Hi everybody, this is Danielle Brassfly. Um, I wanted to discuss something that I'm seeing happen um, just all over social media. And yes, I should stop paying attention to social media, but I am part of social media, so there you go. Um, there's this generational divide. It's easy and it's convenient and it's so slack to me um you know everybody going okay boomer they're dissing um gen x um millennials and gen z i i find it troubling um it's very convenient to diss boomers the um baby boom generation for a lot of things because you know you know, I think we just want to attack something or someone or blame someone. But um, I find that disturbing because um, they are leaving. They are elderly and they're leaving. Um, and they went through a lot of things. And we are wasting our time um, yelling, okay, boomer, and all these these things when um when I instantly think of the baby boom generation I think of the 60s and the 70s um like like for instance um my parents know what it is to go to segregated schools there are people in my neighborhood there are very few um, but there are people in my neighborhood who marched with Dr. King, who planned sit-ins, who did all these things. All these things that uh, we saw beautifully done by um, Gen Z in recent times. But instead of coming for the boomer generation it's time to sit with them to hear their memories because they are eyewitnesses of those times um, a lot of the great movements of our times some of them fought in Vietnam what it was to be drafted um, their thoughts on it um, I, I know that everybody varies in thought of every generation but it's time to listen to their memories and also when you look at boomer generation and gen x that's my generation you are talking to people who knew what it was to organize and do things prior to the internet because you cannot fully depend on the internet when governments have the ability to do complete blackouts our electricity shutdowns and whatnot you know shutting down all communications how 
do you do things? Because radio waves still work. Um, so, how do you um, gather and find solutions prior to the internet? And the thing about millennials and Gen Z, they are amazing in organizing and finding solutions with the internet and with all the latest of everything. They are so innovative, just like our generations were in all generations were innovative with what they had. Um, they find um, solutions. Everybody find some sort of solutions um, to um, our issues as human beings and find ways to enjoy things find ways to um, problem solve you know I'm repeating myself but I am not really with the divide and also I think a lot of it is media created because at one point they were calling probably millennials generation Y and we're accepting these little generational um, names um, I, I have to look to see what were they calling <laughs> the generation of World War One. I, I want to know what these names were because um, they instantly started calling boomers uh, the baby boom because uh, they were part of that after the World War Two, this big boom of um, children being born after the war, and and it stuck, I guess. And um, then they went with they didn't get us, uh, so they named us Generation X. Like what? <laughs> and then they tried with Generation Y, and. I guess they didn't stick and um, they they called they instantly start dissing this one generation of whiners they call them I'm sorry they were calling this generation a bunch of whiners and all this stuff and they was acting in confusion a generation that was millennials and then they are dealing now with Generation Z. Generation Z was raised by Generation X. Yes, um, we're not perfect. There's no. Uh, I think it's infantile to expect to expect perfection from human beings. That's that's wild to me. But while we are engaging in these conversations. Yes, we could talk about all of this, but boomers who are leaving, uh, we're losing um, information. Every time an elderly person dies, we it's like losing a tree. We're losing a library. Um, 
unfortunately with um, the COVID coronavirus um, we lost a slew we lost forests we lost libraries of memory that um, we will not get their I version of ever it's a loss so instead of dissing these people you got to understand they 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 were witnesses um they know what it is um to live before the AIDS epidemic and during um they saw an assassination of a president an assassination attempt of another president um that's what Reagan um when the banks went bust I remember that what it was I was a child but what is it for an adult to witness and stand in those long lines there was long lines of people trying to get their money out of the bank long lines they went through some economic crisis as well the nurse to crack era this is all at the same time what was it um, to sit through that long blackout in New York and as simultaneously Son of Sam was around these other serial killers um, to learn about Dalma and all this stuff. You know, I don't, don't want to be all this negative stuff, but um, what it felt, I, I remember as a child, but I want to know as adults, what was it like to watch um, or to experience personally these attacks on the arts by Jesse Helms and all that. I watched it as a child. Uh, we saw Maplethorpe being um, censored and all that stuff. For me, um, as an exer, watching all my heroes and often wondering what it would have been if my heroes didn't die of AIDS, what would be the cultural landscape if all my heroes lived? I'm speaking of Leigh Bowery. I'm speaking of Phila Kuti. I'm um, I'm speaking of what if Basquiat survived? his addictions um, but when you look at um, the list of celebrities and creatives that died of AIDS while the government was ignoring it what a great loss that was and I'm still saddened by it and how 
just look at not just look at um, old footage that's that's the brilliant thing we have a lot of footage of different times of what it was and you can look watch these footage look at this footage right and read these stories and you have right there a generation that lived through it so instead of I'm not saying um, revere boomers or any generation instead there is this opportunity that we can all come to the table because a lot of them are in your family, relatives, your neighbors, and whatnot. You guys can come together and discuss these things. In fact, I will give out an assignment. I would like for you guys to start recording voices, especially of the boomer generation, to ask them their thoughts and non-judgmental because you're not going to hear um, woke thoughts all the time. I think you need to shut up and listen. Um, it doesn't matter if... <clears throat> excuse me. It doesn't matter if um, the voices are... Sexist, racist, um, um, ableism, or whatever, all the things. Why do I say that? Because um, a lot of people don't understand what I mean by that. Just let people talk. And also while they're talking they are the voice of their times um and that doesn't mean we're taking on all the flaws let them talk let them talk in their best ability um let them sit down and talk I'm 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 tired of people needing to be perfect um we need to let people talk talk as they talk and let them say what they witnessed and um I think we will learn a lot so while media and the powers that control the media come on um, are, you know, pulling strings and naming things and, and, and honestly feeding and causing more division and distraction. We could be coming together um, as a people, as families to communicate. Um, And it doesn't matter if we're communicating um, 
electronically, you know, meaning over the internet or any way we can communicate. Um, take advantage of technology being so easy. Like we all have cameras on our phones. Start recording each other with permission, with permission, sit down and start recording our elderly, our, um, our parents, um, our children to get their points of view on things. Um, just recording this moment of time in history, um, we're losing people of great movements who did the best they could and they still doing it so while we're like okay boomer this boomer that you probably yelling at was probably a weatherman look it up children was probably a great organizer for uh, marches for women's rights They fought for things that we take for granted now. We enjoy. And that's another thing. Um, There's, I think that's probably some misunderstanding. I, my parents, um, who lived through uh, segregation and desegregate, and desegregation into integration, and um, the prejudice they they endured um, even through the 80s to the 90s and now um, they you know could not like how we were wearing braids to work and there's still laws um, jobs that won't allow uh, African Americans to wear their hair as they naturally as it naturally grow out their head in the styles that are ours um, we still endure that, guys. Um, but they're of that generation of being constantly passed over for um, jobs where, you know, ask them about that because they were constantly like, um, you know, black women for, and I can speak of, of the black women, was asked to train white women often younger white women on jobs so that white woman could be their manager, their boss. They constantly was training their future bosses and it, and it was immediate boss, right? Um, but they were constantly passed over for promotions, things like that. Um, ask them about that. Ask them what it was to be bused to schools during um, when they was desegregating schools. Ask them what it was to be at um, a school that was segregated. Everybody have various um, experience. Like our school, even though it was kind of still separate but equal, um, predominantly black school, we had the old, old, old books. Like we could open books and um, a classmate could exclaim, my uncle signed this book. We had books we could sign in front of 
and um, you will see who all had your book. And sometimes that little ledger was just full and old and the books were falling apart and all that stuff. And to go to a predominantly white school and they had the newest everything. Their instruments were beautiful. They had a, a real music room, a real computer room. And we were at our school with the oldest of everything talk about those times Um, my parents saw and I want to get it correct my parents saw Jimi Hendrix perform um, Black Sabbath Kiss they performed they saw them perform ask them about that it is it, it's wild to hear the, their accounts of seeing these great musicians perform and some aren't really with us anymore and and what that was like they 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 went to Richard Pryor concerts stuff I am rambling but there are so many so much memory so much wealth of each generation so much wealth of each generation and we we could diss boomers all we want but gen x i believe is the one who created um instagram and facebook you know and who are pulling the strings of if you allow it, manipulation now. So I'm saying um, you could choose to be manipulated and, and low vibration and get sucked into this generational durational, generational division. Or, or you can come together. Like, I I don't know if I said it, but I'll, but I'll repeat it. Um, my parents will not ever understand the freedoms I have. I will never understand the freedom my daughter have. And that may be the division on some things. And I have to open my mind. I have to understand my parents and what it was to be raised by a generation who dealt with the harsh brunt of Jim Crow and sexism and all of those things who fought for um, disability rights like you gotta understand Um, there was a time where differently abled born children, um, being, um, Down syndrome or whatnot, they was instantly institutionalized. 
and you didn't really talk about these children or these people. People were instantly institutionalized. They were taken away. They were removed, even as babies, um, and placed elsewhere. Um, either denied that they exist, or they uh, was just hush-hush. It wasn't until the 70s that um, these places mostly started shutting down. The, the people seeing how horrific they were and um they started shutting down and um it wasn't until the 70s that um we had these children in the school we having special education is still a new thing and the understanding special education um a lot of Autism and dyslexia wasn't recognized and went through the cracks. It fell through the cracks. Um, I remember dyslexia becoming um, more commonplace in conversation when um, Theo Huxtable of The Cosby Show said, learned he had dyslexia and it just brought this wave of awareness to millions of people to bring this discussion of what is dyslexia. We are still learning how to um, understand each other, what is neurodiversity. And I think generationally we can learn. And with this technology and everything, this um, fruit, there's still a lot of work to do in disabled rights come on guys there's so much work to do so much work to do um but i do enjoy that i can on social media and whatnot mostly social media i can hear the views of autistic adults um and some of these autistic adults are nonverbal. i can hear the views of those with Down syndrome. I can hear the views of um, the deaf community. Um, I can hear the views of various ability. I love that I can hear the views of people in other countries and I can get the news from them as witnesses. Like, uh, one of the things we need to talk about is um, the war and genocidal behavior that's happening in Ethiopia right now. We need to look at that. So while we're going, okay, boomer and um, millennial or um, Gen X is trash or whatever, um... We can use our combined wealth of knowledge to really um, attack social issues. And I don't really like always uh, talking in this war mode, but um, we can find solutions and, and work together to create the world that we're envisioning 
for ourselves as a better world. It's always a positive idea. When, like my last podcast, when light is shown on something, when light is shown on something, we can meet light with light. Or we can try to cover up with darkness, which allows this problem to fester. So we can, so when these things are illuminated to us, we can illuminate it and keep focus on that and um, try to make it better. Um, things still go on even if the media decide to focus on something else. There are people still dealing with. Um, the water crisis here in America, um, Texas in particular, still have people without running clean water after the freeze. Um, there are still people who across America are dealing with uh, land rights, water rights, uh, fracking issues, um, all these things, pollution. We, we still have these issues. Uh, so while people are in such a rush to quote-unquote get back to normal, these issues exist. We need to solve those problems. Um, I can go on and on, but I am saying let's not get caught up. Let's not get caught up. Okay? We we need to listen. Not just hear, not just wait our turn so we can have so we could talk. But listen to each other. Absorb, comprehend what they're saying. Really think about what they're saying. Respond. Not react, respond. I, I love that my boomer mother says that, you know, do not react, respond. And a lot of times we react these days. No, you want a proper response. And I, I, just, I just want us to sit and listen to each other. Um, there's going to be some things we agree with. There are going to be some disagreements. But at least we're going to have discussion and be heard. With permission, I say film the older generations. With permission. And have them discuss their lives. Um, I had people, elders in my life growing up who survived the Great Depression and how they gifted us was very much of that era. Like their holiday gifts were very much of that era of gifting. And I didn't understand it. I didn't fully appreciate it. But I really appreciate it now. 
I really do. I really appreciate it now. And I and sometimes when I think of these things, um, even now, right now, I tear up of those great memories and and what they endured and and they would never understand our freedom that they fought for and I will never want our generations to repeat what they endured so I'm saying instead of communicating and allowing this division of not communication of non-communication will allow evil to exist. It would allow evil just to just slide in and do things because previous generations can recognize things that younger generations don't. Um, They can see signs of things that younger generations can't and vice versa. Younger generations can see things going on that the elderly, the elders of elder generations may not see. But we will know this through communication. You see what I'm saying? That's going to be super theme. Multi-generational education will be our saving grace. We need to know that. Like in some areas of movement, the way to do things. Like my mother kept her home warm through ways that her great-grandparents taught her. My mother is in her 70s. And when the electricity came, went out all over, they stayed warm through tactics of great-grandparents. Y'all, y'all get that? She's in her 70s. And she's using information of her great-grandparents. So you understand what I'm saying, that we need to talk. Um, my, that generation had parents, great-grandparents, who were slaves, who came out of slavery. So y'all can do this divisive jive all you want. But go through these old photos, identify these people, um, go through their memories, and, you know, get all this information as much as possible. Um, I'm going to do take my own advice and try to do this as quickly as possible because once they're gone, they're gone. 
while you're in this wasting your time getting caught up in this divisive we're losing libraries fortunately with corona there's a vaccine that will help keep some of our libraries here for a few more years but we're losing libraries we're losing wealth of information by wasting our time knocking them down you know so I guess that's my message um this I know criticism should be there granted criticism should be there but don't miss out on the opportunity to enjoy the wealth of people around you no matter their views I I don't know I don't have to share the same views of people to hear them out and I don't know and I'm not saying that in a very um, kumbaya way I you know I'm not saying that you have to listen to a neo-nazi and all that you don't have to but um I would I honestly not in a I'm like what I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people what the fuck's going on in your head I'm one of those people like what what is that but um no I'm not I'm not saying to do all that because there I'm not saying to walk into toxic situations that will um and that's too general of a term and very painful situations where you have to deal with these people like I am not really I'm not going to sit here and listen to people um to get along with them like that you know what I mean and this is kind of counter what I'm saying I'm not saying to go to you know you're gonna hear someone really attack you with homophobia and stuff like that I'm not saying go to that I'm not saying that because I am it's repulsive you know to go to a toxic thing so I know, I know I'm thinking of all these things you know even though in an interview view a journalistic way I will sit here and listen to um, people of very very opposing views from mine and from my existence I, as a journalist in a journalistic style I will listen to them right I'm not saying for people to go in harm, go towards harm. I'm not saying that. I'm saying um, if there are people you love and you can have this exchange with, comfortably have this exchange with, do that sit there with their memories and their thoughts of things 
it's time to discuss these things. Because some of the younger generations are going back to older generational things. You know, they're, you know, they're having a bit of a Sankofa on land and um, land ownership and um, farming and how do we want to eat. Some of them are going through this um, revival of communes. That's, that's older generation stuff. Uh, and all that. Do not forget the elderly. Do not forget the disabled. Do not forget, um, I should say, differently abled people around you. Do not forget um, the, the neurodiversity and um diverse cultural experiences around you if your surroundings and your communications are not a salad diversity is a salad salad not a soup diversity is a salad not a soup okay when you not if you're not surrounded by various people this is going a whole different subject but you know generations of you know you know does not include queer do not include different religious views do not include um just this diverse um beautiful world of people in your daily lives look at that (laughs) and yes um we're um we we deal with regional Populations, you know, you you can't help where you are regionally, but um, with you could make an effort. You could find these people. I, you could find them, um, even online or whatever. You can listen to diverse voices without being divisive, and understand um, you're in um, a place that's a bit different from you, um, and you don't have to react to everything. But um, I guess that's it. I'm going to keep it to generation. Um, And each generation, you know, that's diverse. All the the issues, you know, because the boomer generation, man, the the queer movement, you know, the, the LBGTQ, later QA plus rights. That's boomer. That's boomer generation. Then later X generation. And so on. What was that like? I mean, what was that like personally going through that? So that that's that's a deal. I'm just going on and on and and you're probably like, girl, get to the point. I already said the point. Um, stop this bullshit. Let's <laughs> let's let's get together and um, actually discuss these things. And yes, you, I'm telling you, it's gonna be difference of opinions, but um, there's gonna be illumination of thought as well. It's gonna be eye opening. So um, let's get to that. Talk to your elders. Enjoy the trees. 
love our forests that is our beautiful human beings I hope you're well hope you're loved and um, thanks for listening I know that I don't do this super often but sometimes I have thoughts <laughs> and um, um, yeah y'all just have a good one I have not perfected how to do everything but who needs perfection ah Voltaire had a quote um perfection is the enemy of good but I like to say perfection is the enemy of great um greatness always come from flawed individuals and we're all that so again hope you're well hope you're loved and y'all have a good one all right